Hi, everyone, and welcome back to My Football View Podcast. I'm Thomas. With me is Mace, and we're back after the international break. Finally, finally, we're back. The final leg of the season kicks off with a hefty game week, game week 29, that includes 16 games. Mace, you hate those long game weeks, right? Terrible for a fantasy, especially if you're playing. Bro, you know what? I hate it because I I made such a bad mistake. Last week, I did... um, What's what's not bench boost? No, not bench boost, but uh, new team. Uh, what's it called? Oh, wild card. Wild, wild card. card, and and I put Brighton's uh, Sanchez. Yeah, and I realized <laughs> today I was like, yeah, he hasn't, been, he hasn't playing. been playing, yo. And I'm about to do a bench boost, so I'm like, yo. And I was about to do no transfers this week, and I realized, oh my god, what did I just do? It's weird because last time in the FA Cup he played him, but he says that he's gonna stick with Steel, which is weird because you thought like. Sanchez is like yeah, a really good player. I don't player. know what I was thinking. And he's the, the, the first keeper when I was cheaper. He's like 8.9. <laughs> yeah. And I paid for Sanchez like 4.6 or 4.4. That's a guy's a rookie mistake. Yeah. You got to stay focused in this game. You can't lose for a second. Okay. Uh, we'll go over our top five predicted games, a standout games of the week. And then also give our take on uh, the captains. We'll be looking to captain this uh, this game week. Uh, we'll cover Man City versus Liverpool, Newcastle versus Manchester United, Everton versus Spurs, Chelsea versus Liverpool, Man U versus Brentford. Uh, Mace, which one uh, excites you the most? Is it that City? Yeah, the first game, seven thirty game, uh, Man City against Liverpool. They we're come not, back with a boom. Yeah, we're not sure what's going on with Holland. Is he really injured, or is he just Pep Guardiola's protecting him? Um, yeah, must-win game for Man City. Must-win. They can't drop points. They can't tie. Because if they tie or drop points or lose, man, Arsenal is going to go and smoke. And they're going to destroy Leeds. Yeah. It's, it's like, well, Holland, um, I don't think, you know, I don't think there's any, like, magic behind it. Because Norway had very important games uh, in the Euros qualifications. Yeah. And, like, you know, this is their prime, you know, right? Odegaard is in his prime. Yeah, Holland is in his yeah. prime. The, the the that team is like you know if they if Norway wants to compete in the international level and be competitive and give themselves a shot of winning some silverware, this is the time for them to be you know be playing their starting like you know their superstar Holland. So I don't think he's faking it because I think he would be there for his international team. Uh, Maybe it's like just they like a cautious thing. Yeah, you know, resting him, but. Boy, if Holland goes like doesn't play, it's gonna be a very it's gonna like you know get the game a lot more exciting because with Holland, I think they just smoke Liverpool. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's if, if Holland starts, but we're not sure because even he might start, he might not be a hundred percent. So, but if Holland starts, and Dyke isn't either. So yeah, I th- I feel like they're gonna if everybody's healthy, I think they're gonna it's gonna be easy win. For Man City, but I mean Liverpool is man. That's it's a huge game for Liverpool too because they got a tough games ahead of ahead of themselves, man. If they want to make a top four, man, they got to get a result. They got to. I feel like it's 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 important. That game is important for Liverpool too. They can't lose it. They can't lose that game. Yeah, because it's it's City City away on Saturday, Chelsea away on Tuesday, Sunday it's uh, against the Arsenal, and then they have another away game at Leeds. And Leeds is also struggling, looking for points yeah. in the bottom three. So it's going to be an important game for both. The but Liverpool should have everybody back 
Um, Nunes is back in training, so I feel like they they have they should have the strongest players available to go at Man City. So, yeah. but he doesn't. I've got, I mean, Klopp he hasn't had Pep Guardiola's number uh, recently. So, yeah. What was that the last game? Uh, they played in the EFL Cups, but I don't really look at that. But October sixteenth, they did get that. It was an important win. It was a one zero win. For Liverpool at home, though, yeah, at yeah, home. but away, away from, um, away uh, from Anfield, man, that's it's a different ball game, and Liverpool's been struggling on the road. Just look at the results, like yeah. against all the bottom teams in the league, man. They haven't, they've been playing awful. Well, the, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. The last time they played last year, April, I, I don't even remember the game. It was finished too, too. But this is like totally different teams, a different, completely different form. And the last time they also went there. Uh, 2020, they lost 4-0, so they could get you know they could easily get stomped if they're if they if they play like they've been playing. Yeah, there's still major issues for Liverpool. That defense still leaking goals, man. Don't let that shit fool you when they go play at Anfield, man. Away from Anfield, you know they Van Dijk, man, is declining slowly. So there's there's still major issues in that midfield too. So I feel like Man City should take it should take this game with or without Holland. Yeah, I don't see the. I don't see you know, because I see City maybe losing points at home against like a Brentford or an Ast- like one of those teams that will just surprise you because the Man City is not up for it. But they're gonna be up for Liverpool. It's gonna be a big game. It's you know right after the international break. I just don't see. I just don't see Liverpool being able to like break the scoring goals. Like, I don't see Gapko or Salah connecting and scoring two, three goals because I, I don't think two goals is enough to beat City at home. Because City's City even, yeah, even if you're City's down like two goals, yeah, I still they're still like they're relentless, yeah. And especially against that leaky defense against City, I just see that you know, it's, it's just it's a matter of time, until yeah. They... It's a stretch, like it's the final 10 games for men, City, man, and they're a bunch of dogs when it comes to that, like they're they're never fold, like they're constantly going at you. And, it just they're different when it comes to that. Unless you know, unless maybe the game throws out something interesting, yeah. Where someone gets a know. red card or yeah, yeah. Liverpool um, get a quick goal, yeah. But that's still, sure, yeah. yeah. What, what's your predicted scoreline for the game? I got um, three one Man City. If Holland doesn't play, who do you think is that player that will step up and carry City? Alvarez. Are you yeah. Alvarez? Yeah. I'm saying this is with that kind of game where uh, Mares comes in and does his thing. You know, on yeah, the, yeah. You never. He always like every so often. Ramadan Mares. Yeah. Fast few like Ramadan Mares is different. I'm gonna go with a two two zero victory. Um, I think it's gonna be cruise control for uh, for City. I really hope it's not, but yeah. Uh, that's how Liverpool have been playing recently. I know you want to be wrong. Yeah, I want to be <laughs> wrong, but it's hard. It's hard to see. It's hard to see Liverpool being able to step it up. It's just like you know, I kept thinking that maybe Chelsea will like shift gears, and after like their little run, they'll they'll go and get more wins and be more fluent in their play. No, it's not. Doesn't happen. But I have since okay. Uh, next game, Chelsea versus versus Liverpool. Since Chelsea was on my mind. How do you see this one going? So Chelsea's playing. Oh yeah, because Chelsea is playing. Yeah, it's a double. Though. Yeah, it's, uh, this is on Tuesday. You know what's like? My thing is like when it comes to like fantasy, they should they like they'll tell you like, oh, you should bring two Liverpool players, like bring Salah, but that's they have tough fixtures. Yeah, 
yeah, it's tough fixtures. And it's like, how the hell am I supposed to bring Salah? Like, spend all this money and they playing against Man City and Chelsea. Yeah, it, well, you know, both games are away. Somebody, I saw people saying you should bring in the Havertz. Like, have you been watching Havertz play? Yeah, he scored a couple of goals from like a penalty. But I'm like, dude, you don't want Havertz in your fantasy team or any other team. This is dude. Yeah. Is like, he's been bad. getting lucky, but you say that, but they. He scores a couple of goals. It's been, yeah, like, yo, it's you never know with it. Is that a commentator's curse? Let's yeah, you never know with it. I mean, Chelsea, like, yo, this is two crazy games for Liverpool, man. I know they got, like, probably two games in hand ahead of, uh, like, Spurs maybe or Newcastle. But, like, yo, this is two crazy yeah, games for games. Liverpool, man. They got to they gotta pull something out, especially in that Chelsea game. They got to get a result. Yeah. Tottenham, it's two games, but they're even on games with Newcastle, with Newcastle yeah. being ahead by five points. It's crazy, right? Five. It's gonna be crazy if Liverpool folds. This, they don't make top four, man. It's just it's gonna be super hard for them to get any players. Then players of real quality, like you know Jude Bellingham, which I think he's not going there. Um, they're saying like 120 million, 100. Yeah, if I was Liverpool, I wouldn't pay like, that much money. You for need him. way more than that yeah. to refresh that. You spot. could pretty much buy three decent players for that price. Yeah, like go get yourself maybe somebody from Brighton. Like McAllister or... But at the same time, even though I still feel like Liverpool is a huge club, huge institution, and they got that pull, especially with Klopp. Klopp still has a great relationship in, uh, with Borussia Dortmund where he coached. Yeah. But he didn't... And then there comes like Stephen G comes in play. You got Jordan Henderson that comes in play. So there will be a bunch of uh, individuals that are still going to recruit him. So I'm still like, but they I'm still don't, not sure yeah. if, even though they might not make top four, they still have a great chance to get Jude Bellingham. That's why it's gonna probably gonna go to. I just don't see Liverpool having like I never seen Liverpool spend like that kind of buying a player, the hottest player, right? Yeah. Like they always get that player that's coming up, Mane from Southampton, like a player on the come up. Like they took a risk. Van Dijk, he played at Celtic, then he went to Southampton. He was good, but you never would have think that he's gonna bring it to the next level. So. And Liverpool, Liverpool lately, because they haven't been known for spending that much crazy money for uh, for players like Man U or Man City, like 120 million. You never like hear anything about Liverpool yeah. spending so much money on a player. And like, but times are changing, and he's he's an you, exceptional player. You know, he's a player that you could probably build around for the next ten years. But Liverpool is not that team that's going to be able to um, have that salary structure, that transfer uh, yeah. structure that is going to be able to sustain this. So I think like I mean, there's also like other uh, pivotal parts that's gonna play in where Billingham sounds like his father. Like if, what, what if Liverpool like offers him a coaching position somewhere? You, know? manager, you never know. Like so, there's <laughs> uh, the, uh, rest. Last time I was re- reading, they actually sent me the article. What was it? City are leading the race, and the, there was another team. Ah, uh, yeah, City and Real Madrid are yeah. leading the race, but yeah. it's too. I mean, it's too early. It's too early. I mean, I think I think actually it's not too early. I think that like. That he's such a talent, and that you know that you're he's leaving. Yeah, but they, 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 they don't have to sell him though. Borussia at the end of the season, they don't have to sell him. Oh, so I'm hoping I, I, the Borussia look always to cash in. They don't care about <laughs> they don't care about titles. If it's a if it's a bidding war, Liverpool's gonna lose it because they ain't got that much. Yeah, I think Real Madrid. The owners are cheap, so C- City too. But I think City, uh, C- City will. Um, how much do you think he's worth, actually? In today's market, probably like easy hundred. Yeah, like 100. I was thinking like 110, 120 yeah. at, like at this one. Because he looks at the so same time, strong. you gotta look, look, you gotta look at it from Drew Banks in perspective. Like, if I'm him, like, where do I want to go? Like, which system is perfect for me? Because if I go Real Madrid, there's no assurances that I'm gonna start. Because you got Chunami, you got Kamavinga, 
and you're still going to have Modric next season. Probably Tony Cross is probably going to leave most likely. If I go to Man City, you got Rodri in the middle. Yeah, you know, he's still going to, he's probably, he's still a very important uh, player in that team, in yeah. that system, what they do. So the best chance for him to go right now for his career is Liverpool. Is he going to start? Yeah, but I, I don't think a player of that caliber and like, you know, that uh, of such a talent that he, I don't think he's a player that worries about that starting 11. I think he, he has to be way more confident in himself where like he thinks I'm coming in, they, they're spending the fucking money on me. Like if somebody's spending 120 million, they're not benching me. Also, like I think, uh, even if he went to Real Madrid and maybe did sit for a little bit, I think the players around him could uh, uh, nurture him. Yeah, nurture him. Casemiro, Modric, like if he looks at it like from a long term perspective, he's like, yo, I could go there. I could have players that will really. The the pressure in Spain is just—it's a different ball game comparing to English media. Like. They're ruthless over there. Yeah, and if yeah, you have a couple of poor perform. performances, like they'll boo you, like, and it, it might like mess up your, you know, confidence. Yeah, it's important, like, also who's going to be the coach for Real Madrid next season and how how they're going to want to play. Yeah, if you're, yeah, but but looking at him, like he's so strong, he's aggressive, he's dynamic in his play. It's like I don't know if I was him, I would be picking Real Madrid, like especially like an English man, like. You're going there. Not every, not not a lot of like you know English born players like succeed in Spain. Yeah. You're gonna be that you know a Galactico. Like you're gonna be the star, star boy. Yeah, I would love to go. I would love him to go to Real Madrid. Deadly combo between him, uh, Camavinga, Chunemi, man. That will be. We'll be all set for the next five, six years. Yeah. Um. So going back to Chelsea versus Liverpool. It's crazy that if uh, Liverpool lose against uh, Man City, Chelsea pick up points against uh, who did they play? Their, their first game, uh, Aston Villa at home. They're tied on points, uh, actually one point behind. So if and then if they could gain points on Liverpool, they jump Liverpool. <laughs> Pretty crazy. <laughs> crazy, but yeah, I, yeah, I thought yeah, Chelsea yeah. were a little bit more uh, far behind. Um, but I don't see I don't see Chelsea winning against Liverpool. I, I like I don't see. I don't see anyone being able to score goals. I think the way they're scoring goals is getting a penalty, getting something lucky, like for uh, for like they create chances, but they, they don't have a finisher. And uh, until they you know they don't play with Havertz and F- Felix, I mean they kind of change the formation a little bit. Felix is yeah. playing more central. But how do you how do you rate Felix so far? I was expecting a little bit more, I guess. Well, he's been unlucky with that red card. Um... Like he like lately he's been getting the rhythm, like he's playing constantly. Like he's just been unlucky because he's like he's getting chances, like he, they've been creating chances for him and he creates it for himself too. But he's been getting unlucky, like hitting the post. Man, I, I think he's a bowler, man. And Chelsea should like I know Chelsea, he's not gonna stay at Chelsea because Atletico Madrid is probably gonna want crazy money for him. But if I was Chelsea, man, I, I would do every everything in my hand possible in my hands to get to get him to sign him on permanent basis. Cause he's a bowler. He's an exceptional player, man. You, you, build, you got you. You build, you build around him. Like plays, yeah. he's a type of player that can create, create for everybody else and create for himself. Like he's just a smart player, intelligent. Yeah. Always, I feel like he so. always does the right thing. Always passes the ball at the right time. Always shoots the ball at the right time. It just yeah. He, he doesn't mind dropping uh, back dropping and back. like you know putting in that <clears throat> defensive work, which you know you only get with that like really really good players. Yeah, in order for him to thrive, like you gotta build a team around him. 
Yeah. You build or, the system around Or them. you play in a team like Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. So like where you have, uh, you know, you, you could put him there on the uh, wing or you could play him up top and the, yeah. the, play, the, for, the formation is fluid where he could just go left, right, center. Um, yeah, but, but, yeah the, but the game, the Chelsea-Liverpool game, man, it's uh, it's hard to tell, man. Like, you never know what you're going to get with Chelsea and the same thing with Liverpool. So it can go either way. I'm not. I'm not going to be surprised if Chelsea win or they lose if Liverpool win. So Liverpool lose, man. I'm gonna go. Actually, I'm gonna go with a Liverpool. I'm, I'm probably gonna go. I'm gonna go with a tie. Well, give me your score. Two two. I'm gonna go with a one zero win for Chelsea. I don't know if I'm gonna be like such a big game at, at three o'clock. So it's what's on Tuesday, but it's like. These kind of games, like they would decide the Premier League most of the most of the years, and here yeah. we are sitting sixth versus ten. <laughs> All right, next game: um, Newcastle versus Manchester United. That's a big one too. Yeah, that's a um, big game. It kind of it just blows my mind that these they schedule all of these like very big games after an international break. You kind of want I would wanted these games to be in like where teams came back. Um, they've had a week to train. They had a game under their belt, and then they play this big game because they're, you know, players are like mentally there. They're back from uh, international break. They had a little bit of time to get back and to get back in their club rhythm. Not right after an international break, especially some players yeah. travel a lot more than others. Uh, but how do you see this one going? And how important is this game for both teams? It looks huge. I mean. Damn, Manu has been dropping points lately in the Premier League. Uh, they've been winning their games in the on the UEFA, no. and then FA Cup too. And FA Cup too, but yeah, going back to the going back to the game again uh, in the Carabao fi- Cup final, man, Casemiro was huge during that game, and he's gonna be missing. So it's man, this is gonna be a close game. Uh, Rashford hasn't scored for the past what two games against Southampton and against Liverpool when they got destroyed, but he's been scoring. In the, in the UEFA, uh, yeah, yeah, Europa League, Europa League. I don't know why I say UEFA, <laughs> Europa League. Yeah, I feel it's gonna be it's gonna be a close one, and it's gonna be a tie for me because they're tough to break. Like especially yeah. at home, Newcastle, they're tough to break defensively. Like they're they're solid. They got a solid back four. The thing is, like on my fantasy team, I kept seeing that uh, Botman is has a virus, and then Pope. Is seventy five percent too. Yeah. So it's kind, of, it's kind of like they both have a double game week, and they're always in my squad. I'm like, I'm worried about rotating them because they could definitely get that six point haul, keeping that clean sheet. And as you say, they're super hard to break down. Like maybe we, I don't see them scoring a goal, even though Isaac, it, it could be that breakout game for Isaac if he comes through and gets a goal or two. He could do what Casemiro did for Man United in that final. Uh, yeah, but I mean they don't score a lot of goals, so I don't see him bracing two goals, especially against Martinez and Veron. If Veron is healthy and fit to go, um, I'm kind of wondering who's going to start for Manu in that midfield. Is he going to go with uh, Fred Sabitzer? Is he going to go with McTominay Sabitzer or McTominay Fred? It's 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 tough to tell. And who's he going to pick on the right side? Is it going to be Anthony or Sancho or like you just you're not sure who's who's he going to pick? But I mean. Yeah, this is a tough game to call and a tough team, tough game to predict. So I'm gonna go with a tie. 
It's crazy that like in the last ten games Manchester United had, only three of them were in the Premier League. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Barcelona, Barcelona away, um, Barcelona at home, Newcastle final, FA Cup, Europa League tw- twice, and then FA Cup. <laughs> it's a crazy season for Man United. Yeah. But as you say, um, that Casemiro, Casemiro, not Casemiro, not being able to play is such a big. Um, Lost for Manchester United, especially seeing how he played in that final. It is, but you also at the same time you got like other players got to step up, especially yeah, McTominay like against Spain, two goals. Yeah, yeah, but that's a different type <laughs> yeah, of McTominay yeah, yeah. when he plays internationally. <laughs> but like Fred, Sabitzer, they got to step up. Like this is you got ten games left. There's you know every well, game counts. Well, uh, you know even Rashford, like you know people are saying is he world class? This is where you prove. That you're world class. You score when the like maybe you, your team doesn't play well. You score against like that big important game where it actually mattered. Yeah, but Rashford's been there the entire season. So if he doesn't score or if he has a poor game, that's that's fair. Like I mean, I'm I'm more concerned with like Anthony or Sancho on the other side. Like they, they get this is it's crucial for them to step up. Like yo, especially Anthony. Like yo, it's time to go, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's time to do something. I'm looking alive. Rashford's been king of them bricks all season, man. Like, where, where you been at? Yeah. But that's the problem. That's yeah. What we're saying, if Rashford doesn't score, who scores? Exactly. That's that's the issue. And then Marshall's probably still in check. Oh, yeah. yeah. We forgot. No, Marshall is back in training. So, oh, yeah. So that's fun. huge. That's huge for Menu. He's probably not going to start, but I feel like he's going to get some minutes. Yeah, especially. That's yeah. huge. I forgot about Marshall. He's been out for such a long time. <laughs> He's like a new transfer. <laughs> Yo, I'm kind of like intrigued with like how many minutes is he going to play? I don't see him make playing more than 20. Yeah. No. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets injured before they go. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised either. <laughs> All right, how do you see this one going? Give me a 1-1. One, one. One, one. I'm giving uh, I'm going with a Newcastle um Newcastle game. A uh, Newcastle win. No, nah, Newcastle not winning this um, game. This I think they're gonna the atmosphere at New at Newcastle is gonna be huge, and I I think even though United have like game ground, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because it's like now these games have pressure on them; they have a lot of riding on them, uh, especially going away to a hostile ground with like your chief commander not being in that like you know center of the pitch. Yeah. I think um, Newcastle might smother them just how they did with Arsenal. Um, because, you know, especially Newcastle will be looking to get revenge on them after that FA Cup, uh, that EFL Yeah, Cup yeah, that might, uh, that might play a big part in it. But, I mean, yeah, this game could go either way, like the uh, Liverpool and Chelsea. So, that's why I'm going with a tie. I'm going to go with a Newcastle 1-0 win. Okay. Third game. Now, let's jump over to Everton versus Spurs. Uh, Spurs finally uh, getting rid of Conte took them a while. I thought maybe they're wait, uh, they're buying their time to maybe announce a fire Conte and then announce a new coach at the same time, but that didn't happen. Yeah. Um, Conte had to go though, right? Oh yeah, we've been over that already. I think last podcast, so it's let's not divert back into it, man. Yeah, but this they had uh, they had he had to go, right? <laughs> it's time to go. Yeah, but they they just had another injury. Emerson Real has yeah, been six out weeks. six weeks, man. So it's tough on the street for Spurs, man. Let's see if they get that bounce back. I 
it's gonna be hard, especially against Everton and Sean Dyche. I think he's gonna make the game super ugly. Yeah. And um, I'm just surprised that you know, like that you know, maybe like Ryan Mason didn't get the position to to like really change that you know bench for Tottenham that the assistant manager continued you know continued to you know yeah but why would Ryan Mason get a, a head coaching position because this guy Conte He's, has been out for how long a, a month yeah but with, but, uh, but based, based on what experience Ryan Mason yeah but what what does this guy have experience I mean, Ryan Mason yeah, has yeah, been he, there with Jose Mourinho he has been here with Conte now and he's been a, an interim manager as well and this guy is going to be playing five in the back Playing this ugly defensive football, like you know, yeah, you want to change. I mean, Skilling never had a, a head co- coaching position, but he's been, you know, he's been in football more than Ryan Mason has been. When Ryan Mason probably wasn't bored, Skilling was probably in some, you know, yeah, he was smoking cigarettes, smoking doesn't, cigarettes, doesn't part, part of coaching staff. No, I'm not having Ryan Mason, man. Sure, <laughs> Ryan Mason shit, man. Yeah, <laughs> I would have, I would have changed everything. If you want, if you want the players to react and. Uh, to actually, you know, to get gain that confidence and go get over that trauma for Conte, uh, you gotta, you you gotta, like, you know, unless uh, Scalini was the assistant manager, but he had no say in the starting eleven, then yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. we'll see that, you know, even though he wasn't, he was the coach and Conte wasn't there, uh, he had no say. But that would kind of suck. I mean, yeah, the bigger pictures for Spurs is that they still, for, Dude, they're they, still Spurs. They're still. I mean, yeah, they they're still Spurs. But they can still make out of form. It's crazy. It's crazy. They, they have a roller coaster season, man. They're they're in that fourth position right now. So you never know, man. I wouldn't be surprised if they make top four. It's great. Yeah, it, it it's gonna be interesting, especially because. But I feel like they won't, because at the end of the day, they still have a lot of injuries, pivotal injuries. Richardson has been just got a new injury. Emerson Royale has been into Bentecourt. Kuliseski has been out of form. So I... Bentecourt is such a big loss. He was, he was looking good. Yeah, even so... though in, in like a Conte side that was like so depressing to watch, yeah. he was such a big player. Um, 49 points, one point behind Manu with two games more played. Newcastle sitting fifth with 47 with two points behind them. It's the thing. It's Spurs have points on the board. And it's the points, uh, even though it's two games, Newcastle have to play Manchester United. That's not an easy fixture. It could be one game, one game uh, by this by Saturday. So it's like, I don't know. What, what do you say? If you could just make make a call right now, Spurs in the top four by the end of the season or no? No. No. No, I'm sticking. Hell to the no. All right, give me a, a score prediction for this one. 2-2. Two, two. We're gonna go with an Everton win. Wow! Yeah, because it's Stone Cold be, Steve Austin be a vibes. Disgusting, disgusting game. I'm gonna go. Um, I'm gonna go again with one zero for Everton. And I mean, a tie for Everton would be probably be good too. Yeah, but yeah, I think. Good for now, yeah. But I think Spurs. This is a, this is a big game for Spurs. I think because you know it doesn't get easier because then it's Brighton and it's you know, yeah they're very rocky Spurs man they they can go at them easily. If I was Everton, I would go at their heads. Yeah, because what you have Everton away, then after uh, after that it's Brighton, Bournemouth. They should that's that's they should be winning that. But then it's Newcastle away, Manchester United, Liverpool, and Crystal Palace. That's and then Aston Villa and Brentford. Like that's a that's, pretty, yeah, yeah. that's a that's a hard that's not games that you want to be playing. Yeah, 
game after uh, week after week. All right, last game uh, for us: Manchester United versus Brentford, and this is the one of the last games played uh, on Wednesday. Last uh, last time out, it was that new new Manchester United team that got a spank a spanking four zero at the Amex. Uh, what do you? How do you see this one? Because it's definitely not going to be what happened last time. No, it's definitely not going to be the same, man. It's it's all that Old Trafford. Menu is definitely going to win. It's definitely they're definitely going to win. It's just the question is here: Is Casemiro back for this one? No, he's still out. He can play in a UFO. Europe, Europa League. Europa League, but that's going to be his second or third game out. Oh, so, okay. Second or third yeah. against the Brentford is going to be their second or third. Oh, yeah, because I think Fulham counted one as one. So that's going to be Fulham was first. Tomorrow. Yeah, so this is going to be his third. So he's out for four. Wow, yeah. So it's yeah, he's still going to be out. Yeah, this would be massive if they drop points here. If they, but, if they drop points against Newcastle and Brentford. Like, when. But Brentford's when, not with a good menu, like, it's always close. Like, Menu's not Man United's not gonna destroy teams, even at Old Trafford. They always start poorly, very poorly. Then they in the second half, they start, you know, they, they build they up. Get, yeah, they build up, they get their momentum, and they go on the run and score a couple goals. So but I, the, the thing with with Brentford, they're not a good I just don't book even they've been on a good run too. And like Tony and, away, good. away, they have been very poor. And then Ivan Tony is one yellow card away from being suspended, so yeah, and that, that could happen against Brighton. Yeah. So they're so, they're a different team when they're playing at home, and they're a different team when they play uh, away. Yeah, I don't see Brentford winning this, and it's um, it'll be it'll be it'll be fun if Brentford could get points against Brighton, even though I probably want Brighton to be in the, like a uh, like in a European spot. Mm-hmm. But Brentford Brentford with a win put themselves right right into that mix for top four too. So that's that's interesting for them. But I I think. They're just riding a wave right now. How what do you see this game? Give me a score. Two zero menu. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I wanna go two one. I see Tony maybe getting a goal to pull up. All right, Mace. Let's jump over to uh, the fantasy aspect. Who is your captain for this big game double game week? All depends on Marcus Rashford's availability because I know he's been carrying a knock. So I'm gonna be carefully watching Ten Hawk's press conference tomorrow and see what he says on Marcus Rashford. But if he's fit, I'm definitely going to go with Marcus Rashford, even though he hasn't scored the past two games. Because I feel like a lot of... Hard games, too. Hard games, games too. But I feel like a lot of, especially in our league, people are going to be transferring Mohamed Salah. Yeah. that's. Uh, and I know a lot of people probably already saw Marcus Rashford. So I'm, I'm, I'm going with Marcus Rashford or my second choice will be Matama, obviously. But I want to go with Marcus Rashford. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Mitoma. Uh, all the time, every single time that um, I went with him, he's been able to return. Uh, last time, uh, last time out that playing at home, he had that assist to uh, Sally Merch. Uh, and then what? Last time I picked him, uh, I think there was an also a double game week. He was able to provide an assist, so he he gets a lot of opportunities. I need him to score some goals as well. <laughs> I need to, yeah. I need that double. This is a pivotal like game week where. You need 20, 25 points from your captain. The worst thing would be if everyone brings in Salah and then Salah magically scores yeah. a hat trick. I'm it's, also going to be playing bench boost because I got Martinelli and Saka on my bench. So, you, yeah, you waited perfectly because I played uh, the last game. And week. I made a silly mistake, like I said, with the, I would have Brian Keeper who's playing Steel. two. 
So now, because I wasn't playing to do two, I was I wasn't playing to do any transfers. So now I gotta transfer him in. Oh man. So who's your backup keeper right now? Because what you have Sanchez. I got Pope, but Pope, we're not oh, sure if Pope yeah, is yeah. gonna play. Yeah, 75% still. So yeah, it's just a sticky one for me, man. What a mistake. And then I got um Shaw on my bench. I got a bunch of players that's gonna play. But then, yeah, you have Luke Shaw, you said? Yeah, I got Luke Shaw too. Oh, so I got I got Kane, Martinelli, and White on my bench. Oh, so that's a that's a steep stacked uh bench right there. So I'm gonna probably you know have to freaking sell Sanchez. Uh, are you gonna be sticking with? Uh, oh, and I got Watkins and Tony too. So, are you gonna be sticking with Kane up top for the remainder of the season? To- no, I'm probably gonna want to uh, sell him for Holland. Oh, uh, that's why I want to do no transfers because next. <laughs> and I, oh man, what a mistake! I think you're gonna have to just maybe stick with um, the keeper. Yeah, with the keeper, and that. It's rare that they're gonna get two clean sheets nowadays. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's kind of crazy for me because I was like looking at the different stats and. Harry Kane is, you know, second goal goal scorer still. And I was thinking about it. About it, it's like everyone will have Holland. Maybe I go with Kane and you know captain him and get some like point differential. Do you have Holland? No, no, I don't. It's I still, crazy if Holland starts and no, like a lot of people I know don't have Holland as of right now, and he bags few goals. I'll be so pissed. Yeah, but I'm hoping that maybe he slows down and maybe Pep. Uh, you know, rotates him a little bit to save him for the Champions League running. Yeah. I really hope so because I need I need something to go my way these days because otherwise fantasy is like running away. We're playing in that head to head and then playing in like just a friends league. I need something to finally start going my way. Yeah, I mean for me it's a perfect position to like make a run because I've been like in my twenties in our league and I'm 13 players right now. Like yeah. this is the perfect. This is a perfect chance for me to like get him maybe top eight or top even top five. But then, damn, it's huge. Like it's huge. I'm gonna be keeping uh, my attention closely on Liverpool, making sure they don't you know score. <laughs> yeah, goals. 38, 38 or even the league. So you know it's like right there in that middle sweet spot. So yeah. and and the league is still competitive and close enough where you could really. All depends. Challenge. All depends on the captain, man. It all depends on the captain. Yeah, yeah. You get, you get your captain uh, right for two, three weeks. You 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 literally mm-hmm. start walking into that top five yeah. position. But no, I'm gonna stick with Mitoma. He hasn't disappointed me yet. I was thinking about Ivan Tony too. But, I haven't But since Brentford's playing away both games, it's kind of hard for me to um, trust Brentford because yeah. I brought three players in from Brentford. And I've just been watching their game, and I've been like seeing Mbappe hitting the freaking post. I'm like, holy, like, why, why? Or uh, who else do I have? I have their defender. Ben me. No, I have Henry, and Hen- uh, Henry crosses the ball in, and then uh, Tony scores. But because of the deflection, they give the own goal with no. They give a goal with no assist. I'm like, why does this always happen? <laughs> All right, uh, thank you guys for listening, and we'll be back to uh, give our review of the game week, and good luck, uh, good luck out there on your fantasy team as well, and uh, th- thank you for listening. Bye.